This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, January 8, 2021. And we certainly have a lot of changes going on, don't we? With a new president coming in and you know, uh, we have a vaccine, but we still have a, we have a spike in the, in the caseload of COVID people. Lots of changes. And, you know, if there's going to be, are there going to be more spending dollars coming from Washington? It looks like it. What's that going to do to the market? What's it going to do to the economy? What's going to do to our debt? What's it going to do to inflation? Lots and lots of variables. But you know what? There's always something to worry about in the stock market. If you've been an investor any length of time, you'll notice there's always something to worry about. This is why I say don't ever get out completely of the stock market because there's always something new to worry about, always. So don't be fearful of it. Just try to understand what the newness, whatever it is or whatever is common, what it will do to the economy. You know, what is it going to do to your stock investments? But Don't worry about it. Just make the appropriate adjustments. That's really what we're talking about, adjustments, not getting out of the market. Okay? There are times when you cut back and you produce cash, but never get out completely. Never do. Just stay on guard. Okay? You can't afford to let your guard down. You just can't. Okay? So... You're going to have volatility. We're going to have more volatility going forward. And that's always there, too. We get excess volatility, and sometimes, and then sometimes we get periods of calm. We've been dealing with a period of a little bit more than normal volatility here. Um, but we also are due for another correction because we're always due for a correction. There's a correction every year. We haven't seen normal, normal cycles of correction in quite some time. I remember two 10% corrections a year to be normal. We hardly see that anymore. Hardly seen that. We saw one bear market in March, right? March, then then the market came all the way back. It really hasn't been much of a correction since then. So, it's just, you know, you just deal with it. No big deal. Okay, the market was uh, up today. Uh, what was it down? What was it up or down today? Let me go to my handy dandy. I didn't write it down. See, that's that's what happens when you don't write down what you're supposed to be writing down. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so let's see. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. There we go. Uh, if that's correct. <laughs> so, yeah. Market was awful. It's been a weird week. Have you noticed that the week has been weird? For me, you know, it has been a pretty unusual week. For because it, it it's been pretty strong for much of the week, and then we had a pretty decent downstroke for a day. Dow was up 57 today. The Nasdaq, the Nasdaq up 134. The Dow up 21. So fairly strong day. Do you see Tesla up 7.8% today? And you're not going to find any analyst saying Tesla is worth the price it's worth. It's at today. You're not going to find anybody of that. But it's still going up. So it's, you know, just the way it's going to be. But that's what the market did today. 
I, I don't. It's kind of hard to predict. I, I've told you before, and I told you many times, a Democratic president from the Democratic Party is better for the stock market than a Republican president. Now, that doesn't mean in a Republican president the market's going to go down. It'll go up, too. But it's gone up higher with Democratic presidents. Why? I mean, everybody's speculated over time why that happens. It's, it's hard to know. might be because they... You know, they're, they're perceived, whether it's true or not, perceived to spend more money than Republicans. But that's hard to convince me uh, <laughs> that President Trump spent, would spend less money than a Democrat. He spent tens and tons of money, right? So, but generally speaking, I'm talking about normally speaking, that might be the reason. Who knows? But no one knows for sure. No one does. Okay, we're all ready to go. Uh, I'm Steve Peasley, and today in this particular podcast, I'm going to provide you unbiased answers to your financial and investment questions. And, of course, I know you want different things from me, strategies and how to deal with volatility and all those things. I'd be happy to answer anything financial. My number is 888-99-CHART. This is a call-in show. So let's go ahead and go to our first call. It's Emilios in San Francisco. How you doing, Emilios? Hey, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for the call. Good. No, thank you. Uh, I was looking at UGI as a as if you, if you think it's a solid company or not. UGI, huh? They open this UGI. Okay, for everybody else out there, um, that didn't open up. I have a little trouble with my software today. UGI. Straighten out. I ain't got time to. Keep punching in things. This is a holding company with interest in propane and butane distribution, natural gas, electrical distribution services. So um, it's a $7.3 billion company. They always made money. They've never not made money. They're supposed to make $3.11 next year, up 10% from this year, which was up 6% from last year. So they've been very, very consistent. Um, it's a $35 stock, going to make $3. So that means it's a... Uh, what, 12, 13 uh, PE or so. And that's about, the five-year range is 8 to 25. So it's kind of on the lower side. Good return on equity. Good solid company. Let's take a look at the, the chart, though, um, of UGI and see if it's a good buy point. What's the dividend? 3.7%. Okay. It's been kind of moving sideways. It's not a really good mover, and it's not a huge, it's not growing right now. It'll probably grow next year or later on this year when everything recovers. But it's not a growth company, so you really probably will buy it for the dividend. The dividend is 3.7%. So it's a decent dividend, but not a huge dividend. I don't know. It's not exciting enough for me. Melios just isn't. But it's a good, solid company. Appreciate the call. Thank you. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we made it. 2020 finally is past. Thank goodness. Now, 2021. What are we going to do this year? What's the new year going to bring us? We'll see. There'll still be a continuing uncertainty. There will always be that. But how much uncertainty? I think we actually have a good prospects with GDP this year for the economy. Your goal of financial freedom will require information and effective strategies, and that's what I'm here for. So let's talk about it. 888-99-CHART. 
you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. Okay, 888-99-CHART is our number. You're listening to Invest Talk. I appreciate you being with me. Uh, my focus point today, how can you best plan to make and meet financial goals during unstable times that we are in? Um, you know, everybody, I don't know if everybody sets goals. You need to set goals. I mean, I know everybody, I know you're out there, well, I want to make money and I want to grow my portfolio and... You know, I want new things or want this or that. How many of you set down financial goals and then work to achieve them? And that takes work. It's not just going to happen. It doesn't just happen. You have to work at it. You know, so that's going to be my main talking point. Okay. So what else do I want to talk about? I want to talk. Someone called and uh, asked me a question today that I think I ought to bring that bring this to the attention of everybody else out there. He, he, we talk, he talked about the stock exchange and how, you know, how can they, they can never run out, go out of business because everybody, somebody, you, have to, you have to trade stock somewhere, so, and they're going to just always be there. And I had to just, be, you know, I had to inform him that that's not possible. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about the jobs report that came out for December, whether bad, good, and different. And uh, artificial intelligence technology. I want to talk about that as an area to invest. And finally, if we have time, Hyundai and Apple. Did you know that they were trying to partner up? Did you know that? It sounds, it's, it's pretty sure that they are in talks what those talks are about is interesting. So those are things we're going to discuss if we have time today. So um, other topics maybe you know we can get to. Of course, you drive the show. What's on your mind? On Fridays, like today, I always make a little time with a quick rundown of the benchmarks. Two-year and treasury yield is 0.14. The 10-year is 1.1%. So the 10-year is now above 1%. Now, for weeks now, I've been talking about this, and I said it looks like the yield curve, the difference between the 2-year and the 10-year, is getting healthier and healthier. And that's exactly what happened. So what does a 10-year at 1% mean for mortgage rates? They're probably going to start geeking up. That's what that means. Gold is at $1,858 an ounce. Oil is selling at 51.73 a barrel. The national average of gasoline, regular gasoline, two dollars and thirty cents in California, three dollars and twenty-seven cents. We're always about a dollar more than the national average. And Texas, Texas, the average price is a dollar ninety-nine. We're paying three twenty-seven here on average, and they're paying a dollar ninety-nine. Doesn't seem quite right. Let's see if I can fit in a quick question before the break. This came in earlier. 888-99-CHART. Hey, good day, gentlemen. This is Big Al from Florida. 
The reason I'm calling is I'm looking to start a position in Johnson & Johnson. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on how it looks right now. Do you think this is a good entry point? It seems like they're working on a vaccine, a uh, single dose. I'm, I'm not looking to buy on the news. I'm looking to uh, put a forever position in, if you know what I mean. Thanks, guys, for all you do. Yeah, Johnson Johnson is one of those blue chip type companies that you put in your portfolio and you kind of just ignore it. Because over the years, they grow a couple percentage a year. They pay a decent dividend, 2.5. It's one of those solid, big companies that you would really like to buy in the middle of a recession. Because, you know, Johnson Johnson's just trugs on through recessions. No problem. Uh, it's going to make $8.94 next year, from $8 this year, from $8.68 last year. So it's a $160 stock. So that's a PE of, what, close to 20, uh, 18. Is that a good price? No. Uh, it's not at a good price to buy. If you're going to take a forever position in it, I would wait. I mean, the low it got this year was $107. That would have been ideal. And 107 to $120 in that range would be ideal. You might get it down to 135 136 which is what it was twice, once in June and once in November this last year. So I'd wait for a pullback. I wouldn't buy here. You're chasing it. It's breaking a new 52-week high. It could continue to rise because all the money flooding into the system, but it shouldn't. And you can buy it on a pullback. It's a good, solid company, though. So it is one that you want to put in your portfolio. It is. Okay? Thanks for the call. On the next Invest Talk, this story. The crypto market is now worth more than $1 trillion. Cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies. I wish I knew how to evaluate those currencies. That's for Monday, everybody. For now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART. Here's another benefit when you sign up for our Invest Talk Insider program, a brief list of real estate investment trusts, REITs, that should be on investors' radar if they're looking for exposure to this dividend-focused sector. You can sign up for this free Invest Talk Insider program on investtalk.com. This is Invest Talk. The start of a new year promises many changes. For investors, the challenge will be how to stay focused on maintaining your assets while navigating market volatility. That's where Steve Peasley and Justin Klein can help. The phone lines are open and waiting for your questions now. 888-99-CHART. Okay, let's talk about my focus point today. How you can best plan to make and meet financial goals? Well, of course, first of all, you have to sit down and look at what you what your look at your own personal balance sheet. How much debt do you have? What is your what are your assets? Do you own a house? Do you have a four hundred one k four fifty seven some kind of retirement already in place, or do you have one at all? Do you have an IRA? Okay, what are what are your how much how much credit card debt versus you know there's good and bad debt i think a house debt is good debt i think of credit card debt as bad debt so first assess yourself where are you 
And that's not hard. It's not, it's not taking, uh, you know, a genius to do. You can write that down. You should know what you owe and where. Okay, so once you've done that, that then you've got to say, okay, now what do I need to address here? If you had credit card debt, debt you want to address that first. Now you can roll that into a 0% credit card and then try to pay it down. You need to get out of debt. The only debt that I'm willing to accept from you is home debt or debt that you invested in something and you have a net positive from that debt. In other words, it's worth more than what you owe. That, that usually would translate to most people as a home. So outline your financial priorities. What is it that you got to address as you look at your picture? Most people, it's debt that they have to address. I, I, I don't like to hear from people that, you know, I don't make enough money. No one makes enough money. It's never an earnings problem that, that from the people I speak to. Now, that doesn't mean there's people, there's not people out there that have an earnings problem. I know, unemployed and all that. Yeah, of course they do. I'm talking about when you get to me and talk to me. When I sit down with people, it's never an earnings problem. It's always a spending problem. And then it's the problem of you addressing, honestly, the spending problem. A lot of people won't do that. Okay? Won't. Then you'd set up yourself a plan to invest, a plan to take down your debt and invest at the same time. It's best to do it at the same time because you get tax write-offs and it helps you in tax time, you know, IRA, you know, a 401k, whatever you can do. And you may need professional help with this, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Get professional help. If you can't, you know, get on top. I, I talked to a person a number of years ago and she wanted help with her finances. She couldn't figure out why it was so she was broke every month. And so I sat down with her, and uh, the first thing I said to her as I, we saw all her plan where all her expenses went was I said, you have too many horses. You don't need three horses. They're costing you $20,000 a month between the vet bills and feeding and housing. I said, why don't, we go, why don't you go cut down to one horse? Oh, she, th- she thought I was insulting her. But it's always a spending problem. So just, just try to remember that. Okay, we got a caller call, call, came in. Let's go to Washington State and talk to Jim. How you doing, Jim? Jim, are you there? Hello. Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, how you can doing, you Jim? Me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a question on Rio Tinto. I, um, uh, a while back, it bought, uh, bought a little bit, and, um, it's gone yeah. up pretty yeah. decent, and I just, uh, I was thinking about adding to it, but I don't know if I should add to it or wait for a pullback or what. Just thought I'd ask you about that, see what you thought. Well, it had run up the last three or four days from uh, 75 to 86. So that's a huge run in three or four days. I think I'd wait for a little pullback before. It's not over. This is Rio Tinto, everybody. RIO is a symbol. It's a UK-based company with global interest in mining metals and industrial minerals. Uh, it's $86 stock. They're going to make $7.97 next year, which is almost $8, right? So you're talking about 11 PE going forward. 
And believe it or not, that's right about in the middle of the range for Rio Tinto. But I think this is the kind of stock that would do very well when we come out of this COVID, the world comes out of this COVID uh, recession or funk or whatever you want to call it, this COVID disease problem we have when we get that back when we get the vaccine spread it's taking a while it's gonna take a while six months nine months to get that vaccine to everybody but once the world has that vaccine these kinds of stocks are going to take off because i think there's pent-up demand for many industries and i think this is one of them so on a pullback i'd wait for a pullback you're probably going to get it but don't wait for too much of a pullback it's not expensive okay jim thank you for the call appreciate it now, as investors, I'm sure you have spent a good deal of time watching the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So as we go to break, here's my two-part trivia question. When was the Dow Jones first calculated? Which year? And if we look at the year high for 2020 and compare it with the year high of 1920, years ago, how many times higher was the Dow Jones in 2020? In other words, how many highs? Up, 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 up. After break, I will supply the answer, but for now, my phone lines are open, and I encourage you to invest your questions here. 888-99-CHART. Now is a good time to call Invest Talk. I had a question on my 401k. We're here for you. What's your question? 888-99-CHART is how to reach Steve right now on Invest Talk. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. 
HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. It's an Invest Talk Friday. Steve Peasley is on duty and he's happy to provide unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Invest Talk, 888 99 Chart. Okay, before the break, I gave you a trivia question. When was the Dow Jones first calculated? Which year? And if we look at the year high for 2020 and compare it with the year high for 1920, 100 years ago or so, how many times higher was the Dow Jones Industrials in 2020 than in 1920? That's what I mean. I will give you the historical data, but first let's define the subject. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, Dow Jones, or simply the Dow, is a stock market index that measures the stock performance of 30 large companies listed on the stock exchanges in the United States. It was first calculated on May 26, 19, May 26, 1896. 1896. The DIN index is the second oldest among the U.S. market indexes. The index is the second oldest. What's the first oldest? What's the oldest? The Dow Jones Transportation Index is the oldest. It was created by Charles Dow, the editor of the Wall Street Journal and the co-founder of Dow Jones & Company, and named after him and his business associate, statistical Edward Jones, Dow Jones. The value of the index is the sum of the stock prices of the companies included in the index, those 30 companies, divided by a factor which currently is 0.152. Why the factor? Because what if the stock splits? The factor changes when the stock splits to try to keep it the same. That's why. Okay, here, adjusted for inflation are historical data snapshots of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. In 1920, the high was $108.85. 1950, it was $235. From 30 years, it went from 108 to 235. From 1950 to 2000, 11,722. Then to 2020, 20 years after that, 30,606. So between 1920 and 2020, the value of the Dow Jones Industrials, after adjusting for inflation, increased by a factor of 281 times. Wow. Remember what Justin and I keep telling you? Stay invested. If you want to achieve financial freedom, stay invested. Long term, you'll make a lot of money. 
But if you're thinking in short terms and try to get in and out and tie in the market, you're not going to make any money. You're not. You know, we like recorded voice paint questions. We always do. And we love the live calls as well. So, Ray in Los Angeles. How you doing, Steve? How's it going? Good. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, I appreciate uh, everything that you and Justin do for all of us, you know, you and the show. Thank you. Uh, my question was for, actually it's two companies, but it's a, it's a type of technology called Lighter. Probably, you've probably heard of it. Yes. Um, the two companies are Laser, L-A-Z-R, is Luminar Technologies. Okay. And, look- the second, and the second one is uh, Velodyne, ticker VLDR. Okay. Let's look at Luminar Technologies. Develops autonomous vehicle sensor and software to make autonomous, safe, uh, automobile autonomy safe and ubiquitous. Okay. Uh, and they don't make money. They, they made money in 2019, matter of fact, 13 cents. But 2020, they lost 24 cents. And 2021, lost 26 cents a share. Because it's a developing the company. They're developing something. It's a fairly new company. came out as an IPO in, uh, uh, what, uh, March, May, June of 2019. And it was hanging around 10 to $12 a share for a long time and then busted up just recently. Uh, today, it's at $32.99. And I think this is an area, I really do think this is an area you want to be in, Um uh, Ray, I, I think the autonomy, autonomous cars are and trucks are coming, and I and the EV vehicle industry is just going to expand, continually expand. So this kind of technology is going to take off at some point. So if you own this stock, it's at thirty-two dollars ninety-nine cents. I just hold on to it, but I wouldn't buy it here. Why? Well, because in November, November, that wasn't that long ago, it jumped from $10 to $45, and today it's at $32.99. So something happened. I don't know what the news is there, Ray. Do you know what the news was about that? Did they come? They have a deal with one of the big auto companies or something happened, had a breakthrough in technology, you know? I do remember that it was a deal or something that was like some, another institution, but I can't remember at the top of my head. Yeah, that's what happens is they, because these little companies, this one's not little anymore, it's 7.2 billion since it dumped up. But they usually, you know, what drives them is association with bigger, bigger, big, huge companies who help fund their technology and hope to take over and use that technology. And probably that'd be my guess. I would have to look at the news. Uh, to see what the deal is. I had to do a lot more research on the company, but I do like the area a lot. I do. So good luck with it, Ray. I, I, I don't know if I would buy here. I had to find that. I'd have to do some more research. But they don't make money. You know, it's highly speculative when a company doesn't make money, which is nothing wrong with highly speculative, but I like to know what it is. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. The KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed to subscribers today, as I do every Friday, and is kind of packed full of information for you. I talked about the payroll report for December. Came out earlier in the week. ADP said they, we lost 123,000 jobs last month. This morning, they expected the official report to add 50,000 jobs, but instead we lost 140,000 jobs, mostly in the restaurant business. 
But the unemployment rate stayed the same at 6.7%. You know, the average hourly earnings 0.8% increase was pretty nice as a surprise. They expected only a 0.2% increase. Last month, it was 0.3% increase. So 0.8% was pretty nice. You know, 6.7% unemployment rate, that's not that bad. It really isn't for what we've been going through, I don't think. Also, earlier in the week, we had the market manufacturing PMI at 57.1. Remember, anything above 50 is expansion. That was for December. Uh, up from 56, so it actually rose in the month, which is nice. Uh, services went from 58 down to 54, though. Services was weaker. Construction spending was up nine-tenths of percent. This is all in the newsletter that I put out every week. I always talk about some of the important statistics that come out that week. I mentioned the increase in COVID-19 cases as a as is squeezing the economy a bit and how that, who's, you know, it's a race between COVID and vaccine. Right now, COVID's winning. But I don't think it will win. Under In the portfolio management section, the most important feature of any company's fundamental profile is their growth rate. A company that is not growing is usually dying is a lack of growth that plagues many public companies that pay large dividends. They have to pay the dividends to attract investors because they're not growing. Especially the big companies, they have a hard time growing. And look, at we did Johnson Johnson a minute ago. It's growing 1%, 2% a year for umpteen forever. So they have a hard time boosting because boosting their growth because they're so big. So, so I talked about that. So what do you do about that as an investor? Well, how do you con- how do you consider it? And you know you have to adjust your brain as to what kind of stock you're buying. For instance, this guy buying laser luminal uh, technologies, LAZR. And for their earnings, they're not he's not buying for their sales. They don't have any. He's buying it for the future outlook of their technology. That's way different than a Johnson and Johnson. So how do you evaluate that? Two totally different parts. This is how you know. This is the if you're going to try to do what we do at KPP Financial. This is what you're trying to do. You're trying to learn these differences, and I want you to learn them. You need to learn them, especially if you have interest in it. If you don't, then don't learn them. But you have to, if you're going to invest and manage your own portfolio, you need to know that kind of stocks that you're looking at, you have to look at it differently for every industry that it's in. Anyway, Stock Ideas, a global financial service company, uh, uh, one, of the, one of the largest ones. Uh, also, um, I mentioned the rising inflation that is likely in the future, and what another company that would take advantage of that, you know, what business, what kind of business, and why I thought that this was a good business. In the agribusiness, the second choice was. Uh, so why did I like that? That kind of thing. That, those were, those were, those, that was in the newsletter. Consumer Watch today, uh, I put in, uh, I talked about trying to speed up your computer. Everybody's going, doing everything by the internet, right? So the internet's, Flooded. I mean, I think I said mentioned that the the growth of usage is seventy percent this year since March when COVID hit. Increased seventy percent usage in the internet. So how do you you know maybe you could speed up your computer because you got a bunch of junk on it? There's software out there that help you do that. You know. So that was the uh, consumer watch section. 
Anyways, the newsletter comes out every Friday. Go to our website, investtalk.com. You can sign up for it if you want it. Our clients get it for free, but you can subscribe for it. Describe it for the for every Friday newsletter if you want. So let's keep things moving. Uh, let's go to the Voice Bank and Invest Talk Voice Bank eight 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 ninety nine chart. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is Mark from sunny Florida. Love the show and appreciate all you guys do. I have a question about five star senior living symbol F V E. It is a REIT that operates senior living communities and rehabilitation and wellness. I've owned it since the beginning of the year and it has done fairly well. I've been adding to my position slowly and wanted to get your opinion on whether I should keep holding and add more, or is it time to take some profits? It looks like they don't have much debt, and revenue has remained steady, but their net income isn't very strong. Looking forward to hearing the answer on the podcast. Thanks. Just a reminder, you should have no more than 3% of your portfolio in any one stock unless it grows, you know, increases in price. So don't keep adding if you have 7% of something, just keep buying. Don't do that. No. You'll, you'll overbalance your portfolio. You'll have to rebalance it later. Five-star senior, symbol FBE, operates 268 senior living facilities, including 257 assisted independent communities and 11, 11 nursing homes. It's not a big company. It's only $225 million in size. Stock is at $7.14 a share. It's going to make $0.38 cents this year. And that's the first time it's made money since 2013 when it made $0.90 cents a share. Now, you you know, I mean, 2018, it lost $16 a share. This is not a very healthy-looking track record to me. They do not have a lot of debt. Okay? And this is not a REIT. Okay, this is not. It, it's a, just a regular company. It reads as a real estate investment trust. It's not. It doesn't pay a dividend, though. And sales have been shrinking. I would take profits. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a good enough company. There's a lot better companies in the senior living sector than this. So I would take my profits, leave, and go find something better. What I would. 888-99 chart, 888-992-4278. So I had a question from somebody about, well, the New York Stock Exchange uh, company won't ever go out of business because of the business model it has uh, with, with um, uh, tr- you know, making money by the trades on the exchange and p- companies listed on the exchange. And, uh, you know, that's not true. Stock exchanges, you have, we have basically have two here in the United States right now, the uh, not just two, but two major ones, the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. But, you know, we used to have a Pacific Stock Exchange. We used to have a Chicago Exchange. What happened to them? They went out of business. These are companies, just like any other company. They have competition. They have overhead and expenses. They could go out of business. I mean, it would be hard to do that, but they could. Don't think that if you invested in the exchange, because these are public companies, that you will last, they last forever. No, 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 no. Like any other big company, you got to keep an eye on. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, artificial intelligent technology. I think just like the caller before, we were talking about, you know, technology and how it may ha- the company made no money. Laser, L-A-Z-R, made no money but has, you know, you know, the technology area it's in looks prom- very promising. 
Well, AI is already here, artificial intelligence. And by 2025, that market is going to be about $126 billion. And we're talking about being everywhere, this artificial intelligence. Factories and inventory controls, cars, trucks, online technology. Think about it, how they track you. And, all, you know, you all of a sudden you get advertisement from them. They've had to look what you are buying or looking at on the Internet. Now they're pushing that, those things that you've been looking at to you. That's all AI-driven. Everything's driven. Advertising, research, social media, it's everywhere. It's going to be nothing but increase. So I think it's a pretty fruitful area to look at, you know, as far as an investment. There's always, you know, you're always looking forward to invest, not backward. What's looking backward? What's looking back? I'll tell you what's looking backward. Um... Um, gasoline cars versus electric vehicle cars. This, uh, that's looking backwards. There's electric vehicles that are going to be, they've got politics pushing it. You've got people now really starting to like it. If they can ever achieve the goal of more, stronger batteries, long-lasting batteries, and charging fast, it, that's just going to take off. It's already growing. So you got to look forward. What? Okay, look forward. So we're headed into the break, and I say uh, Saeed from Oakland is uh, on the hold, so we'll talk to him next. I'm Steve Peasley. We only have one goal here. Again, it's always to help you achieve the financial freedom. And our work will continue right after this break. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, where Invest Talk hosts and KPP principals Steve Beasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with Klein Investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to our friend Saeed in Oakland. How you doing, Saeed? Oh, hi. How you doing? Oh, I have a question Good. about a new company called DDD, uh, 3D uh, Technology. Yes. They, have, they do like a new um, three-dimensional copying system, uh, copy machine. So the company went out like 100% yesterday. Is it a solid yeah. company to invest in? And uh, today also was up like 10% or something. It went okay, from you know it's not new, right? In one day. Yeah, but it's not new. I don't want you to think it's a new company. It's been around for a number of years. So, but it did double. It did double yesterday. And I was quickly trying to find out what happened, why it doubled. It went from uh, like $11.50 to $23. Yeah, you know, I mean... That is amazing. That must mean that some huge news came out. They must have come out with something really great. They're going to make 27 cents a share this year, and they've never made money. It had to go all the way back. Well, it did. It lost money in 2020. It lost money in 2000, 
19. It did make money in 2018, 15 cents. Lost money in 2017. So it's not, you know... They're struggling to make money, but something happened. Did you read the news, Saeed? I guess we lost Saeed, huh? Okay, uh, something happened. Why 3D stocks? I got an article here. Is why it happened, but then again, I can't read it and talk to you at the same time. <laughs> so something happened uh, with 3D. They had blockbuster preliminary results for the fourth quarter. So... Now, should you be investing in it? What's well, a $23.53 stock going to make $0.27? Cents. Well, let's say they make $0.50. Cents. Let's say they make a dollar a share. Let's say four times more than they thought it was going to make. That still gives a P of 20, 23, 24. It's not cheap after this big, huge move. You know, I'll warn everybody. Try not to buy stocks that make this kind of move in one day. Doubling in one day. Because most likely... The chances are very high, not all the time, but very high, that it's going to pull back and give back of that huge, half, at least half of that huge move. That would be a better. That'd be better. It would be better if you were just a little bit patient. That's it. Just be a little bit patient. Okay. Now, did you hear about Hyundai and Apple are in talks to put together a deal? And remember, I talked to you about Apple not that long ago, a few days ago, last week. I don't remember exactly about Apple and the Apple car coming out in a couple, three years. Well, this deal might be along those lines because they're talking about an autonomous vehicle, electric vehicle with Hyundai. They're on the early, early stages of the talk, so we don't know what it's going to be about yet. We do not know. But Apple has an initiative, initiative, an initiative that they're pursuing called Project Titan. And so they're probably going to partner with automobile makers in some way, shape, or form for different parts of this initiative that they have going. And this one is for autonomous driving cars. So maybe Apple has something to do with the software that they provide for the autonomous driving cars. But Apple was also talking about coming up with an, out with an Apple car. So what is we what are, we don't know what that's about yet, do we? So, anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, what have you learned from the show today? I think you should think about AI investing in AI. I think you should think about commodities. Uh, I, I think you should look forward, look for the future of companies, not in the windshield, not look back. What's the future? That doesn't mean you invest all your money on future stocks. Does not mean that. It means Try not to invest in a view of your mirror. Try to invest looking forward. What's going to work going forward? Commodities are probably going to work pretty well. Inflation is probably going to come back. What does If that happens, what benefits? That kind of thing. Think about that, people. How do you find stocks? That's how you find them. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Invest Out program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening and encourage you to tell your friends and family about us. We really would like that. We post a new program each weekday shortly after the end of the live program, which is live now. So, which, you know, the live program concludes at 5 o'clock. So get your free downloads, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, even at investtalk.com. You can download it from there. We ask that you call with your questions anytime, on or before the program, after the program, anytime. 888-99-CHART. Independent thinking shares success. 
This is Invest Talk. Have a good weekend, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial.